welcome to Good Patron, the production of UTR Media. I am your host, Garrett Godfrey, and on this show, we'll explore what it means to be a good patron. Asking how each of us can be a good patron of the bands and musicians we appreciate. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you choose to get your podcasts. So stick around. We have got some exploring to do. I am a fan of Andrew Osenga, and I'm a fan of the Green Room Door podcast that UTR Media puts out. And when I heard something that Andrew said on a recent episode of Green Room Door, I knew what this episode's good patron challenge would be. And then I heard some things that John J. Thompson and Kevin Max had to say, and it all came together. But before we get to that, I'd like to tell you about our Spotlight campaign. Indie artist Jess Ray from Raleigh, North Carolina, has launched a pledge music campaign for a full-length two-part follow-up to her debut album, Sentimental Creatures. The new project will be titled Parallels and Meridians. Parallels is about dialogues between people, and Meridians are dialogues with God. She says this is the sequel to Sentimental Creatures, but her album Pull the Stars from the Sky came out in between, although it's basically an acoustic collection of her songs, old and new, with some previously unreleased tracks. And by the way, you can pick that up, the Pull the Stars from the Sky album, over at Noise Trade. You can get it free or you can leave a tip. She said this album will be about humility and unity, forgiveness and releasing expectations, falling in love and getting married, and all the ways she's seen God again and again in the scenes of life. By backing her Pledge Music campaign, you not only get the album early, but you also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at the project as it progresses. Here's a clip of what's in store with this album. Oh, gray light, sounds great. Head over to Pledge Music and search for Jess Ray. That's J-E-S-S-R-A-Y. This campaign closes May 15th. So, when's the last time you've watched a TV show all the way through? When's the last time you've watched multiple episodes in a row or binged episodes Even if you haven't, you're probably aware that this is a pretty common phenomenon now. Okay, now when's the last time you've listened to a music album? The whole album. 
all the way through, maybe even uninterrupted, maybe even paying attention to the songs and the lyrics. I remember as a kid buying a new record, and as soon as I got home, I'd put on the headphones, I'd drop the needle on side one, pull out the liner sheet, and read the lyrics, and I sought to learn and understand the songs. So what did I hear Andrew Osenga say on the Green Room Door podcast that defined immediately what this episode's Good Patron Challenge would be? Here it is. I'm releasing this record kind of weird because people don't buy records anymore, but I spent some money on making it, and so I need to sell it. So what I'm doing is the record's done. It's totally done. But I'm I'm doing a Kickstarter to raise money to pay the people back who worked on it and to put some money towards marketing. So if people support on the Kickstarter, they get an immediate download of the record. And then as soon as I'm able to, as soon as I see the email that you've supported, I copy and paste you the link to download it. Um, and then the record will come out over Spotify as singles and EPs throughout the year. And then the full record will come out uh, September or October. And the reason I'm doing that is that uh, like when Taylor Swift puts a record out every month or two, she releases a new single to radio and she gets to tell people about the whole record over the course of a year, you know, Um, independent artists. We don't get to do that. Like we have one chance to put a record out and then it's done. And then we all know these posts six months later. Hey guys, I put a record out six months ago. It's still for sale. And um, nobody's heard, you know, people who like it and have listened to it often haven't even heard the second half of the record. At least that's the way I am. And that's the way I know a lot of the stats seem to be uh, when I look at at play counts and, and when I was working at a label and can see everybody's play counts, like almost nobody got the second half of their record listened to unless there was a radio single that made people start listening at track six or track eight. So what I want to do is I want to put a song on Spotify in February and then put a song on Spotify in March and then put a song on Spotify in April so that I can tell you about this song and just this song and make sure you get to hear it. And then two months later, here's some, here's another song or two, listen to these. And then that way, when the record finally comes out, I'll have had a chance to talk about most of those songs and I get to spend the whole year kind of promoting the record and talking about it. And it's not just kind of one week and then it's done. And what did John J. Thompson say on the Catacomb podcast that guaranteed his place in this episode? Here it is. Um, So, yes, I think there's young people now. The the thing that's a problem, the biggest problem, I think, is that to, to the millennials, music is often an adjunct to their life. It's not a focal point. For us, it was like, we yeah. stopped what we were doing and we listened to the music was the central point. And now the, the silver lining is the vinyl resurgence tells me that there's a remnant. There's a small number of people who honor the music enough to be wanting to pay 20, 25 bucks for the vinyl. That tells me that that DNA is still there, but we need to fan that flame and propagate that idea that music isn't just something you stream on a phone when it's convenient and listen to while you're doing something else. So he went on to tell a story about his son and having some friends of his sons over and they're listening to actual final records. And, and he goes on to tell the rest of this. I'm going, this is possible. This is doable, but they need guides. Like they need mentors to walk them into these experiences and then they thank you for it and they come back for more. And so they're most of them, if they don't get those guides, 
their music is what's playing in the background when they're playing a video game. Mm. It's what's playing in a background of a movie or in a car. It's they need those campfire experiences. They need those immersive experiences. But when they have them, they're just as powerful as when we were kids. They're just they're just as immersive, and nothing's changed. And then this is what Kevin Max had to say on the Bad Christian podcast. I, I don't understand what I, I really do wonder, and I don't know, maybe if you saw this in your career, Kevin. How did it become where people just wanted it to be so digestible and that we didn't have to like wrestle with lyrics? Like everybody knows, like usually whenever I would buy an album or have bought an album, the song that I don't listen to the most in the beginning is usually ends up being my favorite song because I had to wrestle with it and work with it. But why is it that the church just goes, no, just here's these lyrics that'll easy and you'll worship God this way with the simplest nothing. Did you see a change or how that, why that even came about? My, my thought about that is that we've become a fast food culture. You know, everything is Mm -hmm. at our fingertips and, you know, people are cherry picking on uh, Spotify and Apple music and nobody has the, the, the fortitude to sit and listen to a whole album anymore. Yeah. That's interesting. Let alone, look at, fast food. let alone look at the lyrics. You know what I mean. And and you know when I listen to music, I you know the other day I I grabbed uh, war, the War on Drugs and and the and the album Deeper Understanding, and I literally sit there with my vinyl and put my reading glasses on and go through the lyrics. And that and that's the joy for me is to try to figure out where these people were coming from when they wrote this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what and what they're speaking about. You know, um, what is their life experiences and why were they you know, led to write this. And I think today it's just all about, you know, an immediate Mm -hmm. grab emotionally making yourself feel good in a car or like booty dancing at a party with your friends and nobody really cares about the lyrics anymore. So I got to tell you, these clips really convicted me. I myself have kind of fallen into the habit of not giving music the full focus that I used to And hearing these guys talk about this reminded me of the joy of digging deep into an album. Now, I know that Bobby Oswinski with Forbes magazine has been going on for years now about how the album is dead and music is all about the single now. And sadly, he's got numbers that seem to back him up, but I don't think it's a done deal. While the number of CDs and vinyl sold do exceed download purchases again, It's really only because those have not been declining in favor of streaming as fast as download purchases have. Both have been declining, just not as fast. But I still believe there are a number of fans that are ready and excited to hear an entire album's worth of music. And like John J. Thompson, I feel that there are a remnant of folks still out there committed to giving good music a focused listen and buying physical media. And I was just reading a post from Audrey Assad talking about the obsessive amount of work she put in to the tracking order, changing it and changing it again just to get it perfect for her new album Evergreen so that she could create a thematic arc that transitioned the listener from song to song. And all this was work that she put in for the few folks that actually listened to the album all the way through from start to finish instead of just seeing it as a collection of singles. So my good patron challenge this episode for you is that you support the artists you love by giving their music the full attention it deserves. Pick a recent album you've purchased and listen to the whole thing. Really listen to it. Now, because I knew I would be talking about this 
over the past few weeks, I've done this with Andrew Osenga's Painted Desert, Mad at the World's album Hope, Wild Harbor's new release Monument, Micah Bournet's album A Time Like This, Audrey Assad's Evergreen, Adam Whipple's The Broken Seasons, Propaganda's album Crooked, Dossie's album Diamonds, Eufaula's album Between the Hills, Nick Floor's Conversation Hearts EP, Robert Diebel's Beloved, Harvest Bashed's new album Preachers, and Alex Mejia, who, who also does stuff as Brother Anders, uh, his album Kingdomland, which I'd gotten via a crowdfunding campaign over a year ago, and although I've been listening to it for the past year, the album still hasn't been released, which breaks my heart because it's really good. And if there are some albums that you think should get my full attention, or if you, as a result of this challenge, listen to an album all the way through because of this episode, please tell me about it. Email me at goodpatronpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear about the music that you're listening to all the way through. I hope you take this episode's Good Patron Challenge to heart. I hope you join me for each and every episode of this podcast. Subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And keep listening to hear some very practical opportunities you have to help some specific artist in the second half of this episode. This UTR podcast is sponsored by New Frame Creative, a Christian-owned, full-service digital marketing solution offering website design, branding, SEO, video production, and more. And yes, they designed the new UTR media logo and website. Check out their services and portfolio at newframecreative.com. Here's singer-songwriter Randall Goodgame. I believe the world is a better place because UTR Media is in it. And really, it comes from the passion of Dave Trout and his vision. He's really single-handedly curated a, a new genre of music for that you really couldn't ever find in one place before, where it's thoughtful, inspiring, creative music that all beats with the heart of the gospel. So my favorite artists are all congregated here, and um, it's people that take faith seriously, but also know that they live in, the, in a real material world. And so the people that are on UGR Media sing about the joys and the trials of the human experience. There's just nothing else like it. I'm so grateful for you, Dave Trout, and for UTR Media. You can learn more about our ministry or begin supporting at utrmedia.org. Not much can pull me away from Twitter, but believe me, this has. What a great time to be an American. And what I'm about to tell you could be very, very good for you, believe me. My dear friends at UTR Media, such classy folks, they are giving away an iPad Mini. That's right, this is huge. Maybe the biggest contest ever. They say there's no such thing as a free lunch. Wrong. Because an iPad mini is much, much better than a lunch. Much better. And it could be yours for nada, zilch, nothing. Smart people like me will enter the contest now at utrmedia.org. Trust me, this is a winner. Check out the classy website 
website, utrmedia.org. And I mean classy, really, really classy. Welcome back to the second half of the episode. I am really excited about these campaigns that are active right now. Wild Harpers, previously known as Chris and Jenna, have been around making music in one form or another for a while, but they recently changed their name. They took a plunge into the deep end and decided to no longer play it safe, opting instead to take a risk and go all in. The result for us is a new album, Monument, produced by Andrew Osinga. They're currently running a Kickstarter campaign that closes March 27th, so keep that date in mind. It's coming up really fast. In fact, sorry about the late release. This may already be too late for you if, if you didn't listen to it right away. But but if it's not March 27th yet, you still have time. For as little as $10, you can get the download of the album, and you get it immediately as soon as you pledge. And let me tell you, it is good. And this is the only way to get the album before it comes out late 2018. But there are also options that include instrumental versions of the album, a physical CD, and things like pint glasses, t-shirts, online concerts, cover songs, and house concerts. Here is a sample of the title track monument, so you've got an idea of what they sound like. some great music. So head over to Kickstarter, search for Wild Harpers, and pick up the backing level that suits you best. But do it fast, because like I said, this ends March 27th. Next up are Lyora, that's L-I-O-R-A, a duet of moms of young kids with a Kickstarter campaign for a full-length, soulful pop album titled I Have Light. Here's a clip of their song, Your Love Is Loud, so you know what to expect. my world it arrests my heart completely your love is loud and it calls me now to turn and run from my old way oh lord i'm laying And for all that 
$15 gets you the digital download of the album, and they have other options available. This campaign closes April 4th. Next up is Bill Maloney. He's running a Kickstarter right now to reissue the classic Vigilantes of Love album Killing Floor as a double LP on 180-gram black vinyl, with a limited run of only 200. This is likely the only way you'll ever be able to get it. And it runs $65 for the double LP. Here's a clip of the song Real Downtown from the album off his Bandcamp page, so you have an idea of what it sounds like. This closes April 10th. Next up are Royal Ruckus, a hip-hop act that has been around for a number of years now. They are running a pledge music campaign for a new seven-track EP titled World's Okayest Rapper. No bragging there, I'm sure that's a great name. And they are collaborating with an all-star crew, including Cookbook from L.A. Symphony, Pigeon John, MC Red Cloud, Kali, and more. Here is a clip of their song, Rap Is Not Music, Son, from their earlier project, The Summer of Cicadas. You can get the album, uh, the download version, for $7, and then there are more options available. So Royal Ruckus over at Pledge Music, and this campaign closes April 11th. Next up, I never thought I'd be talking about a campaign for a death metal band out of Belarus doing a Russian-language album, but here it is. Thorny Way, a metal band out of Belarus, with a Kickstarter campaign for a Russian-language album of Christian metal to be titled Awaken. Here's a clip of their song Sleep 
so you know what they sound like. So now you've got an excuse if you can't understand the lyrics. It's not just because I'm old or the music is loud. It's it's really the language. It's it's in Russian. Um, you can pick up the download version of the album for $10, and then there are more options available. And this campaign closes April 14th. Next up are Willow City, a group of siblings from Texas that used to go by the name The Four Proaches. Proach is their last name. Then they realized, what if one of them dropped out or got married and changed her name? So now they go by the name Willow City. And they have a Kickstarter campaign for a new self-titled album of rootsy, folksy pop music. Here's a clip of their song, Purpose, so you've got an idea what they sound like. Sometimes this life may seem worthless As you go your way, each and every day You touch someone and it's worth it Just to see you were made to be Living your life with a purpose purpose sometimes this life may seem worthless you were made for a purpose sometimes this life may seem worthless as you go your way each and every day all right five dollars gets you the download version of the album but they've got more options available too this campaign closes april 14th Next up is Jess Peterson. She's launched a Kickstarter campaign to record her Wildflower Faith EP with Andrew Osenga. She'll be playing at Young Life Camps this summer and hopes to have this EP completed so the kids can take a copy home with them when they leave camp. Here's a clip of her Kickstarter video so you've got an idea of what she sounds like.
Now, there's no download version available for the campaign, but $25 gets you an autographed copy of the EP. This campaign closes April 15th. Next up are Low Fidelity Records teaming up with the Alter Boys to release the lost 12-song album No Substitute. Now, this was originally recorded back in 91 and 93, and these are the base recordings for what was going to be an Alter Boys album along the lines of When You're a Rebel and Gut Level Music, but it never happened. Recently, they've dusted off those old recordings. Here it is, what, 25 years later? And found them to have held up quite well. While they're keeping these original vocal and guitar tracks from the original recordings, they're going to be adding in more bass, drums, and more guitar for the final version. Here's a clip from their campaign video. Y'all, I am really excited about that one. $15 gets to the download version, $20 for the CD, $25 for the vinyl. This campaign closes April 20th. Next up, Rick Lee James has launched another Indiegogo campaign to cover the rest of his expenses for recording the album Thunder, featuring nine original songs and his recording of a never-before-released Rich Mullen song. Here's a clip of his song More Than Watchmen, so you've got an idea of what he sounds like. gets you the digital version of the album, and this campaign closes sometime in the middle to the end of April. Hey, uh, just a side note to you guys over at Indiegogo, you could do better. You can totally do better about just spelling out when the campaign is over 
instead of this like in a month business. Just give us the date. Next up are This Side of Eve, a husband-wife duo that have been creating music together for well over a decade. They've put out three full-length albums, played live hundreds of times in the Pittsburgh area. They took a bit of a hiatus, raised three kids, started a farm, and were working full-time jobs in the city, but they are back to writing, recording, and playing their own music. And now they've launched a Kickstarter campaign to record a new EP-length album with Jeremy Casella. And if all goes according to plan, it may grow into a full-length album in 2019. Here's a clip of their song, These Streets Alone, from their album, Can't Make Out the Stars, from their Bandcamp page, so you've got an idea of what they sound like. $10 gets to the download of the EP, and they've got other perks available. This campaign closes April 30th. Next up, I want to say thanks to Seattle-based artist Jessie McNeil for letting us know about her friend Stephen Gasparetti and his GoFundMe campaign to release an EP album of worship music. Here's a clip of some of the music he's had in his campaign video, so you know what it sounds like. That was a really short clip, but there just wasn't a lot on his video that was just the music. The The plan is to record something during the second quarter of 2018, and um, he's going to be recording with Gabriel Wilson, who I think has uh, done work with John Mark McMillan and others. So that's the, the scoop for uh, Stephen Gasparetti. He's doing it as a GoFundMe, uh, which doesn't have the same kind of perk levels per se, but he's put that in his uh, GoFundMe page. So he's he's uh, kind of indicated the $10 uh, level will give you the pre-release digital download of the album with a thank you email, and then $25 gets you that same download with a physical copy, and then there are other kind of reward levels as well. Definitely head over to GoFundMe and search for Gasparetti. That's G-A-S-P-E-R-E-T-T-I, Gasparetti. Next up is Matthew Perryman Jones, a veteran in the singer-songwriter camp. He launched a Pledge Music page for what will be his fifth album. This time, it's going to be Matthew, a guitar, some basic recording gear, and songs about places. Here's a clip of one of those songs, Oh Theo, so you've got an idea of what to expect. Sky full of birds, out from the land. 
$10 gets you the digital version of the album, $15 for the CD, $25 for vinyl, and there are more things available there. And the page shows this releasing sometime in September of 2018. Just want to give you guys a heads up. San Antonio artist and musician Chris Taylor will be doing a crowdfunding campaign of some kind in the near future for a new project. He's just kind of like teased that in his Facebook feed, but no specific dates yet. So be sure to know that I will let you know when it launches. But you also want to follow this podcast at Good Patron on Twitter to keep up with all the latest campaigns. Thanks for sticking around till the end of the episode. Hopefully something here really connected with you. I'd love to hear from you and find out if you have any questions or feedback, or if you want to give me a heads up about a campaign. You can contact us via email, goodpatronpodcast at gmail.com. I'm excited to keep digging into the topic of how to be a good patron, and I hope to encourage you in your journey from fan to patron. Until then, remember, great music doesn't just happen, so get involved. Get involved.